G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Success or failure in the Christian life is dependent on how much of the Bible you get into your heart and mind on a daily basis and how obedient you are to it. I've never met a Christian who's failing spiritually who was also studying the Bible diligently. Pastor Greg Laurie points out God's Word gives us all the resources we need for spiritual success. There's just power in the Word of God and we want to fill our lives with it. This is the day when the lost are found. This is the day for a new beginning. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Again, you hear all the angels are singing. This is the day, the day when life begins. Do you take a multivitamin every day? It's a good idea to make sure your body is getting all the vitamins and minerals and everything that it needs to thrive. God has provided some spiritual vitamins in His Word. In fact, it's more than vitamins, it's our spiritual food, our spiritual sustenance. And today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie points out how a regular diet of God's Word is just what Christian disciples need. Let's grab our Bibles. We're going to turn to two passages today. We're going to turn to John chapter 8, the Gospel of John chapter 8, and also Psalm 19. Psalm 19, and the title of my message is The Disciplines of a Disciple. Let's talk now about the things that a disciple does to stay strong spiritually. A disciple will carefully read, study, and live according to God's Word. A disciple will carefully read, study, and live according to God's Word. What is that based on? Jesus said in John 8, 31, He said these things to those who believed in Him. If you continue in My Word, you are My disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Now listen. He says, if you continue in My Word, then are you my disciples. That means you study it. That means you memorize it. And ultimately it means it affects your thinking and ultimately your living. And everything that you do, I love how someone describes that man that walks with him and it says, his delight is in the word of God and in it does he meditate day and night. The word meditate means to ponder. Actually in the root it means to chew. Chew your food. Chew. Think it over. See, I think sometimes we, we read the Bible with no comprehension. We see it as a religious duty. We do it mechanically. You read three chapters. Read three chapters. What were they about? I have no idea. <laughs> but I read three chapters. And I can prove it. Yeah, but if it doesn't affect your life, if you don't even understand what you read, you'd be better off reading three verses. 
I need to understand that this is the very word of God. And I read it that way. I am now reading the words of God. I am reading the autobiography of God. And I believe that this book will speak to me. I love what Martin Luther said, this paraphrase. He says, the Bible is alive. It has hands, it takes hold of me. It has feet, it chases after me. It's alive and it's powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. So we must approach it like that. You know, I find that when I come to church, uh, if I bring a notebook and take notes, it really helps me. Because I forget things very quickly. And that's why we put notes on the screen. We put points on the screen. We put scripture references on the screen to help you for further Bible study. Listen, we need to listen carefully because Success or failure in the Christian life is dependent on how much of the Bible you get into your heart and mind on a daily basis and how obedient you are to it. I want you to think about this. Success or failure in the Christian life is dependent on how much of the Bible you get into your heart and mind on a daily basis and how obedient you are to it. I've never met a Christian who's failing spiritually who was also studying the Bible diligently. It's usually when there's a neglect in this area. Billy Sunday became one of the great evangelists of his generation. Uh, he was before Billy Graham. And uh, someone once said to him as a young man, William, if you do these three things, no one will ever write the word backslider after your name. He said, spend 15 minutes a day talking to God in prayer. Spend 15 minutes a day letting God talk to you through the Bible. And then spend 15 minutes a day talking to someone else about Jesus. If you do these things, you'll never be called a backslider. I thought that's pretty good information, don't you think? So we need to approach the word this way because you see, the Bible doesn't just contain truth. The Bible is truth. It is the yardstick by which we measure all other so-called truth. And if you're a hungry person spiritually, you're a healthy person spiritually. Healthy people are hungry people. That's how I know I'm in good health. Because right now, I'm hungry. But I'm always hungry. I'm not hungry 20 minutes after I eat, but I'm hungry shortly after that. And so that's a good sign if you hunger for more of the Word of God. How many of you brought your Bible to church today? Let me see your Bible. Just hold it up. That's, that's, that looks good to me. And I see some of you are holding up phones and tablets. I'm going to give you credit for that because I know the Bible is in it. But having said that, I think it's really great to carry an actual Bible as well and mark up your Bible. So I even like the fact that the Bible has symbolic power. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, sometimes I'll be flying and you know, I'll get seated next to someone and we're chatting away and having a friendly conversation. And you know, it may come out that I'm a Christian somehow. I try to make it come out somewhere. And then uh, before long, I may reach into my briefcase and pull out a Bible. And I have seen people visibly recoil from my Bible. It's like you pull it out there. Gah! It's like you pulled a rattlesnake out of a bag. Gah! They're afraid it's going to like attack them or something. Here's my Bible. Sorry, it's a living Bible. It gets very excited. You know, it's <laughs> keep it in a box with little air holes punched in. So the thing is, is there, there's just power in the Word of God. And we want to fill our lives with it. And there are other things that can sort of pollute our minds 
So we miss what the Word of God says. Someone once came up to a great Bible teacher and said, Sir, I would give the world to know the Bible as you do. And the teacher looked at him and said, and that's exactly what it will cost you. I'd give the world. Yeah, give up the world. <laughs> Romans 12 says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you might know what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. How is my mind gonna be transformed? It's gonna happen through study of the word of God. I love the fact that in Acts 17, it talks about the believers in Berea. And they listened very carefully when the apostles showed up. We read there, the people of Berea were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica. They listened eagerly to Paul's message. They searched the scriptures day after day to check up on Paul and Silas to see if they were really teaching the truth. I love that they listened eagerly and also that they checked up on them. Checking out the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul who wrote a good part of the New Testament. Yeah, we're checking you out, buddy. We'll see if what you say lines up with Scripture. That is the right way to listen. It's great to have you with us today for A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Ministries in the U.S. Today, Pastor Greg has been bringing us insights on the disciplines of a disciple, including immersing ourselves regularly in the truth of God's Word. All right, with all of this in mind, let's go to our second passage, and we'll conclude with this Psalm 19. Psalm 19. We'll read just a few verses about the Word. We'll read the phrase, the law of the Lord. But that could just as easily be the Word of the Lord or the Word of God. You could even put the words, the Bible, and it would still mean the same thing. Psalm 19, verse seven, the law of the Lord is perfect. Or the Word of God is perfect. Or the Bible is perfect. Converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise as simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yes, and much fine gold, and sweeter also than the honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward." So what do we learn about the Word of God? Number one, the Word of God is perfect. In direct contrast to the flawed, imperfect reasoning of humanity today, things are always changing, things are always shifting. Culture changes, fashion changes, technology changes, you got the latest, greatest, whatever phone, and then a new one comes and quickly replaces it. Oh man, hairstyles change too. You know, we all look back in our high school yearbook photo with shock, right? And we always think, what was I thinking? Was the mullet really a good idea? I took it even further. I was bald and I had a mullet. That's like the worst thing imaginable, but actually rock that look for a short time. You don't want to do that ever. But uh, even the newspaper is dated now because, you know, we have access to all this news that we can get at the drop of a hat, but God's word in contrast is always fresh. It's always new. It's as fresh as the morning dew. The scripture says of God, His mercies are new every morning. Number two, the Word of God is a treasure. The Word of God is a treasure. Look at verse 10. 
More to be desired are they than gold, yes, and much fine gold, and there is great reward for those who obey them. It's like gold. There's a passage in Proverbs 2, speaking of searching scripture as mining for gold from a modern translation, and it says, if you make insight your priority and won't take no for an answer, searching for it like a prospector, panning for gold, like an adventurer on a treasure hunt. I love that translation. You know, open up the Bible, you say, man, I'm like Indiana Jones. I'm Dora the Explorer here, if you're a kid, right? I wanna see what's in the Word of God for me today, how God can speak to me from Scripture. That's the way to approach it. You know, uh, I lost my iPhone the other day, and that's kind of a big deal when you lose your phone, isn't it? So I use the feature, find my phone. And you basically uh, send out a signal, and I've often found my phone with me. Like, I'm worried, find my phone, and it's like, why is it at my house? And then I hit the little chime, you know, make the sound so I can find you, and it's like in my pocket, or it's, it's in the cushion of the chair that I'm sitting in because I'm too lazy to go looking for it. By the way, I also use this feature, find my phone, to find my wife. They should just call that an app, find my wife because my wife, her phone is always on mute because she said I had it turned down for church. And so I can't find her. She won't answer her phone. So I hit the find my phone feature and a loud chime goes out. And then I'll keep hitting it, hitting it, hitting it till she can't find you. What? I said, just want to know where you were. How are you? <laughs> find my wife, great feature. <laughs> you know how you feel when you leave your house and you forgot your phone? You're halfway to work. Oh no! I forgot my phone! I must go back and get my phone. What if you felt that way about your Bible? Oh no! I forgot my Bible. I need to go get it. This book is so precious. Because when you get to the last day of your life, you're not gonna care about how much money is in the bank. You're not gonna care about what house you lived in. You're not gonna care about your next vacation, or the new iPhone, or the new Android phone, or the new anything. But I'll tell you what you're gonna care about. You're gonna care about what the Bible says. Because this is the book that tells you how to get to heaven. And this is the book that prepares you to know God. <laughs> the Word of God, this is how He speaks to us. One last point and I'll close. Keeping the Word of God makes you happy. Keeping the word of God makes you happy. Verse eight of Psalm 19. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. Listen, if you want peace, joy, meaning, and happiness, it comes through knowing God's word. Luke eleven twenty eight 28 says, happy are those that hear the word of God and keep it. You can have a happy life without sin. Oh, you hear it said, oh no, you need to get drunk and party to have fun. Or you need to do drugs or you need to have illicit sex or you need to do this or do that. It's all a lie. You need a relationship with God through Jesus Christ and you'll find the happiness you've wanted in life. In a relationship with Him. And I want to close uh, this message by saying, do you have this relationship with God? See, it's the Bible that tells me God loves me. How would I know otherwise? It's the Bible that tells me God loved me so much he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross in my place. It's the Bible that tells me Christ rose from the dead 
three days after they crucified him. It's a Bible that tells me Christ can come and take residence in my heart. It's a Bible that tells me I can be forgiven of all of my sin if I will believe in him. Again, this is the autobiography of God. So have you asked Christ to forgive you of your sin? Do you know with certainty that you will go to heaven when you die? If not, I wouldn't want to close this service without giving you an opportunity to believe. If you would like him to come into your life, if you would like to find this happiness the Bible promises, it can happen for you right now because Jesus says, I stand at the door and I knock and if you'll hear my voice and open the door, I will come in. Let's all bow our heads for a word of prayer, please. Everybody praying with me. Heavenly Father, I pray now for everybody here, everybody listening, wherever they are, I pray that your Holy Spirit will convict and convince them of their need for you, and I pray they will come to you and believe now. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Pastor Greg Laurie with an important word of prayer. And if today's message has inspired you to make that kind of change in your relationship with the Lord, Pastor Greg would like to help you do that right now. I think people are surprised that it doesn't take years to become a Christian. It doesn't take months. It doesn't take weeks. It doesn't take days. It doesn't even take hours. You can believe on the spot. And I would like to lead you in a prayer where you can ask for His forgiveness, a prayer where you can receive Jesus Christ into your life as your Savior and Lord. So if you want Christ to come into your life, if you want Him to forgive you of your sin, if you want a second chance in life, if you want to go to heaven when you die, stop what you're doing and pray after me. These words, Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner and I'm sorry for my sin, and I turn from it now, and I choose to follow you from this moment forward as Savior and Lord, as God and friend. Thank you for loving me and calling me and forgiving me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. And if you've just prayed those words with Pastor Greg, the Lord has heard you and forgiven you of your sin. The Bible says Jesus is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we'd like to send you some materials to help you begin to live this new life. We call it our New Believers Growth Packet. Just ask for it and we'll send it your way free of charge if you've prayed for the first time today with Pastor Greg. Just call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. And the team would love to pray with you too. Call 1-800-772-936 today. Next time, Pastor Greg brings us some of the most practical insight yet from his series, Discipleship, The Road Less Taken. It's the final message of the series, and it's one you won't want to miss. Next time on A New Beginning. Today's message from Pastor Greg Laurie was called The Disciplines of a Disciple. If you'd like to listen again, just download the free Vision Christian Media app where it's available as a podcast, along with more inspiring Christian content. Just search your app store for Vision Christian Media. Station sponsor. 
Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.